Hey, this is the DM Discourse, a podcast about D&D focused on the experience at the table from behind the screen. I'm your host, Daryl, and we're kicking off our show by discussing one of the first things to happen before your game even begins, by gathering your party. and tidings of it that came from the capital city, war is the last word upon any of those at our court. Though we are a week's travel from the borders of the Lake of Lords, our grand city of the Lion has always considered itself independent from the kingdom of Roelnar. Nevertheless, as neighbors with a shared heritage, we are as likely to be engulfed in this conflict as the dragons slumber below. A shame, then, that my children are only interested in sparring against each other rather than preparations of state. Kaiganri, she is likely to prove the victor given her brother Ro's endless incompetence at these matters, not to mention his preference for commoner's company than their dominion. Ja still seems content in the arms of that notorious bandit baron of hers. I gave up on her long before they met. Three children I have, and each has cursed my name in some way. I fear I will pass within this season and the fall of my house to follow after. Once I am gone, one of my descendants will be picked, but I doubt any a capable ruler. With luck, their reign will be short, and another lord protectorate can be appointed, perhaps by a family whose sense of zeal and purpose have not gone by with ages forgotten. So this I leave as an order to whoever finds it amidst my belongings. Our city needs heroes again. Too long have we squandered our prosperity, and I fear death and war and suffering will come to reap what they are due. When the hour of war comes and iron sings against iron and the lands are sundered from the suffering that rides in its wake, our city walls must be ready. Be they covetous sellswords, deluded fools of virtue, or villains a slight better than those monsters who would assault our walls, bring them here and give them charge to become the true protectorate we will need in time. From the last writings of Rohasuyat, Lord Protectorate of Ukesh, in the summer of 287 PR, unsigned. One of the first situations that you'll probably encounter when trying to put together your Dungeons and Dragons group is that you've got to find people to play with. Unless you're playing a particular DMless module or some kind of manifestation of solitaire gaming, which they are out there. You'll need a couple of people that you know, or maybe people that you don't know. Maybe you could play with strangers, which I do highly encourage. D&D is a great hobby shared by countless others, and you'd be surprised just the number of different people that you can meet from playing, people you'd never think to play with. A good number of friends I have now were strangers before we started playing Dungeons & Dragons, and now those are some of the people I'm closest to. So you'll be able to find a group of folks that you'll be able to share in this unique hobby. You just need to know where to look. 
For me, I ended up stumbling into my first group over dinner one night at university. I never really had the chance to play when I was in high school. Only a couple of my friends were interested, and I wasn't at a point in my life where I could just easily get to the table to play. I'd played video games based on Dungeons & Dragons, which is still something I wholly endorse, but it does offer a different experience than the table D&D, I'd say. So when I got the opportunity, D&D just kind of became a regular part of my college life, along with traditional gaming in general, board games, other role-playing games, that sort of thing. My friends and I were just sitting at dinner talking about it, and a stranger who was in the same club we were with leaned over and said, "Uh, I'd like to play (laughs) D&D. And subsequently, he's become one of my uh, closest friends after that. Uh, With any luck, you'll be like me and already have a group of friends or other like-minded folks that'd be interested in the game. And in my case, it was people that I was fortunate enough to have put up with the bullshit I threw at them week by week. Uh, So maybe there's a lesson in there. Your first time out to bat isn't going to be your greatest. You only get better by doing it more. You're only going to get better the more you end up doing this, whether it's as a player making characters or it's as a dungeon master and wanting to create adventures or even going so far as to create content for the community online in the broader perspective. Uh, Like anything that's a creative effort, you'll learn your craft by doing it. Right now, I'm on my fourth campaign as a DM, I think. And only now do I think I'd say I've created something halfway decent that I wouldn't be embarrassed to tell people about. Uh, Don't be afraid about your ideas not being good enough or that you aren't good enough to DM because you are, trust me. You can totally wrangle some folks up and start playing. Uh, Hell, for my current group, we had a Discord server sitting open for a literal year before I made the effort to get an actual game moving. So maybe that's you, and you need to be the one initiating with others to get that ball rolling. But I may be getting off topic here, so let's go back to other kinds of groups you can put together, starting with coworkers. Odds are, with your coworkers, if they're in the same field as you and you talk about similar hobbies... I'm willing to bet that you could also convince them to spend two to three hours a week sitting around eating snacks and pretending to be other people for a little while. It might not be something that's the most obvious, but it's pretty easy to do, even if you just have them playing a set of pre-generated characters for a short module. Plus, you're probably at the office anyway and could meet there or somewhere else after work. Still, maybe you don't have a group of coworkers that you'd be able to play with. You could actually head down to your friendly local game store, your FLGS. I'm sure in this era of gaming, you probably have one of those stores around where they sell board games and books and dice and cards and all the other things. They probably have a corkboard or something like it looking for players to start or join an ongoing game. So you could perhaps jump in on one of those or even search your own. The store that's closest to me, they actually have a Facebook group dedicated to people that are specifically looking to be playing Dungeons and Dragons, something they opened up after the demand was so high that they couldn't facilitate given the space that they have. (laughs) Uh, but with any luck, the store may also be running Adventurers League, which is Wizards of the Coast, the uh, developers of D&D, their organized play of ongoing campaigns. It's something they've done in some iteration throughout the years, depending on the version of the game. I think for 4th edition, it was called D&D Encounters, and in 3rd edition, they had something called Living Greyhawk, which is one of the first uh, settings for D&D. Um, these... Uh, This organized play has a structured framework where you show up with a character or pick out a pre-generated one and partake in one of several groups running different tiers of adventure play. Um, If you're picking up a pre-generated character, odds are you'll be paying at the lowest tier of play, which is levels 1 through 4. And if you're higher than that, you'll be playing at the appropriate tier if you've been coming back for a while. 
These happen on a regular basis, probably weekly at your store, so you should see what's in your area and check it out. See if you like it. I've done it a handful of times, and I'll say that it's not quite the same experience you get from having a home game, but it's still a great way to meet people who share the same interest, and you may end up walking away with people who you could start a home game with. One of the neater things that they do for the Adventurers League are these things called D&D Epics, where they have a bunch of different tables running the same adventure, and the, the different outcome at each table determines how things overall go for the adventure. That's one of the uh, instances I went to go play at Adventurers League, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I would definitely recommend going to one of those, and maybe even bringing a couple friends along too. Another great resource is for online games. Nowadays, you have stuff like Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds and Watsi's own official aid, D&D Beyond. Uh, and it's just never been easier to connect with people over the internet who want to play Dungeons & Dragons. My group has only been playing online with Roll20 for dice management since we live across the world rather than driving or walking distance uh, as it was in college. So we had to find some kind of way to handle the maths. Actually, just this past week, I found a neat Discord bot called Avre, that's spelled A-V-R-A-E, to handle number crunching and rules lookup. So if you're looking for some bot to help out with that kind of thing in Discord, you should definitely check it out. Um, and everything that I listed here aren't by any means the only resources you could use. But if you do a bit of research, you'll figure out which one works for you. And there's plenty more than just the ones I listed as well. After you've got your group of friends or foes or complete strangers together, you may want to run out and pick up the stuff you need to play, and it may seem a bit intimidating. For D&D 5th Edition, you've got the Player's Handbook, Monster Manual, and Dungeon Master's Guide, along with adventure modules and dice and maps and a whole lot of other stuff that goes into this hobby. But let me start off by telling you, you don't need to go out and spend hundreds of dollars right now. Wizards of the Coast has their own set of resources, and depending on when you're listening to this and the state of the world, if you're listening to it from the future, hi, hope everything is better in the future, that could just range from their basic rule set to a full-blown starter set. The basic rule set for D&D you can snag from their website, and that covers levels 1 to 20 for a subset of player options, just the standard for human, elf, halfling, dwarf, and for classes you get fighter, cleric, wizard, rogue. That, with a good module for beginner adventures, is all you need. And the starter set that Watsi put out even has a great module covering those first five levels of play. Or you could find free ones online. There's tons of options if you want to spend some time browsing. Tread the water a bit to get the feel, but I figure you'll find something to like that'll hook you in a group of folks as well to keep playing. And this advice kind of just goes for any game. I'm just tailoring it to D&D 5th Edition since that's the game I play right now. I think it's a lot of fun and easy to introduce new players too, even as a DM. I think it's the best edition we have right now, I really do. Uh, I started with 4th edition while I was in college, and I had a chance to play some Pathfinder, which is like a modified version of 3rd edition that got picked up by a different company called Paizo when Watsi made the jump to 4e. But I think from my experience of reading and playing a bunch of different versions, uh, 5e is where it's at right now. Of course, you don't have to listen to me. Uh, I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell you that's wrong. It's really just the version of the game that I've come to love, but maybe one of the other editions or other games jives with you. If you're interested, take a look. You might find something you and your group of friends are way happier playing in comparison to the experience that D&D 5e offers. I think that's going to do it for the first episode. So if you made it this far, thanks for listening. I hope you come back around. Feel free to leave feedback uh, wherever it is that you're listening to podcasts, and you can reach me for questions or comments, etc. at dmdiscoursepodcast at gmail.com and at dmdiscourse on Twitter.
Take care and have a great week. Godlow on the track.